Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so very welcome to this channel Narcon, where we deal with all things in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder. Today, I'd like to walk around the topic of how dangerous are narcissists? And can you put that umbrella over all narcissists? Are some less dangerous than others? Are some more malignant than others? And people often ask in coaching, you know, if I leave the narcissist, they're in a long-term relationship or there's a family member who often takes retribution or revenge out on people that go against them. And they're worried that this may happen to them. And because perhaps they've had a long-term relationship with this person, they worry about making an exit plan because they feel rightly so that there is a possibility that this person may take revenge. So just to look at that, I'd like to go back to the very beginning of what narcissism is and how different people who would be considered under the terms of the DSM as having four or more criteria of the narcissistic personality disorder who could be termed narcissists as a narcissist, as someone having a personality disorder. The disorder in itself is developed as a defense mechanism, as a way of coping with life as a young child, because the identity, the ego, the person themselves, the true self feels threatened in some way. The way they cope with the threat is to go against it, to make up this like imaginary friend, image, mask for themselves, that they're invincible, that no one can hurt them and that they eventually will grow up to be Superman or Superwoman and they will be the defender of themselves. They will control the situation. They will be in charge of everything and no one will be able to get in or hurt them. So they create this false persona and this false persona is based on people believing it, to feed back to it that it exists, people interacting with it emotionally. And this false persona must control all situations and be the savior of the true self. So that's an explanation of the development of the person's narcissism. And we all have um, a defense mechanism that can be narcissistic in to some extent and in some situations we tend to go into that side of ourselves not making us narcissists per se but when appropriate when we are appropriately threatened we sometimes have to be not ourselves in order to meet like with like and defend ourselves so we have a normal person using their narcissistic side to defend themselves in a situation where they feel very threatened and they cannot use their empathy to defend themselves. And then we have a person who has narcissistic personality disorder as their modus operandi. So they always 
seek to control others and if they perceive a threat. And remember, the narcissist perceives a threat to control in their way, different to what you may perceive as a threat to control. So we can't always tell when a narcissist feels threatened unless we're deep in the knowledge and education of narcissism itself and how a narcissist operates. And even then it can be challenging at times. So basically some narcissists, when their control is threatened, will seek to overcome that threat by taking, retaking control of a situation. And that may be to punish someone, that may be to go against that person and attack them, maybe financially, maybe emotionally by having an affair with someone else, maybe by using a smear campaign against that person, maybe by getting them to lose their job. But that narcissist may be satiated by the amount of pain that you go through after they've done something to cause you pain, they may feel at that stage that you're adequately punished. And their mask is such, and their lie to themselves is such that they're actually a good person. And there's a limit to what they will actually do when threatened and will appropriately regain control of a situation. That's not to say, like if somebody threatens a normal person or a narcissist of this ilk, that if their life is threatened, they won't go and kill someone. I'm saying that in normal situations or when someone leaves them or they leave someone else, when they have to control a situation, they will use punishment, they will use emotional abuse, psychological abuse, financial abuse, and sometimes to a degree, physical abuse. So they are dangerous in that they will do damage and their narcissism will propel them to go further than a normal person would in relation to a threat. They will seek their own level to meet their own level of where they're satisfied and where that level of control fits in with the mask that they've made of the person that they are. Now, if you push back against that and continue to threaten their control in a big way, they will push back appropriately and may push back further than they would normally go. The dangerous narcissist is the, the very dangerous narcissist is the narcissist that tends towards the other end of psychopathy, where they take pleasure in inflicting pain, where there is a sadistic nature, where you're talking about sociopathy, where you're talking about antisocial personality disorder. And how does the normal person know that they've met a narcissist of this level because narcissists who are also psychopaths are extremely good, can be extremely good at hiding that side to themselves. It's also difficult for us as normal 
everyday people that just have an education in the narcissistic personality disorder to actually also diagnose someone as a narcissist or beyond. But without the luxury of this person willingly going to a psychiatrist or someone who is adequately educated to assess them, we have to use our abilities, our intellect and our education to protect ourselves and to make an assessment of what we're dealing with in a civilian capacity. So what I would say to you is you are on these channels looking for education because something alerted and alarmed you to this person. And a lot of us will have seen and been shocked at the revelation, even if it's for a split second, that you realize that the person who you thought you knew didn't exist. And even if you get a split second, you see into the true nature of the person. You know that there is something very underhand going on. A lot of us will try and dismiss that and nearly gaslight ourselves into thinking that we didn't see it because we don't want to see it. In order to protect ourselves, if we have seen that glimpse of a person that we don't recognize, we are not suitably qualified to assess, first of all, for sure that they're a narcissist, but definitely to take it further down the road and to assess their level of psychopathy. And therein lies the problem where some people don't want to see that. It's too much to actually believe that what they have thought the person was is not that person. Sometimes we can go as far as understanding that they're a narcissist, but to take it a step further and understand that possibly they could kill somebody or destroy our careers or destroy our homes or families or livelihoods is a step too far, but it happens. You know, we sometimes think that this type of evil or sadism only exists in the newspapers or on the news or whatever. But that is someone, you know, that was someone that that happened to who perhaps was just in a situation like you or I were in without realizing that that person could actually go to that level of psychopathy and actually cause harm. So there are the kind of three levels that I would see the danger of a narcissist. And again, danger is quantifiable. I mean, emotional abuse, psychological abuse in the middle level where you have what I would call, if you can call it a normal narcissist, that can be dangerous in itself, depending on who it's meted out against. If someone is vulnerable to emotional abuse, you know, that person can, can end up in hospital. That person can end up having a breakdown. That person can end up committing suicide. There's a, a number of, you know, levels of customized danger. But I guess what we're talking about is the dangerous, dangerous narcissist that that tends towards the other end of psychopathy, psychopathy, sorry, blah, 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 that may come to take your life or to take, you know, as we've said before, take uh, 
a very damaging revenge against you. So I'm just going to go through a list here, guys, of some things that you can, some ideas that you can use if you're trying to assess. And this doesn't mean to trigger you in any way. This is, it's good to have a, an assessment in your mind of what you're dealing with. If you can assess someone who has become your enemy and how they're going to operate against you, then you can put the best defense up. If they're going to just take, for example, on a battlefield, if they're going to set your fort on fire, perhaps have water drums there to put the fire out, if that's what you're expecting, at least be prepared. And then the anxiety is lessened as to what to expect, because it's best to expect the unexpected and then the best chance of it happening, that it won't happen. So this, these are a few things to look at if you're trying to assess your situation. And the first thing I have down here is how much have you threatened this particular narcissist sense of control? Have you, you know, had to go up against them in court? And have you won the court case where their case where you actually annihilated them in court. The level of control that they will feel in that situation is to level it up against you to the extent of, you know, how successful you've been. So yes, in that instance, just after this happens, this ne you need to protect yourself if you have had a big win. The best that the safest that you could hope for or wish for would be for them to have a, a huge smear campaign against you. And honestly, having seen what I've seen, a smear campaign against you after you've succeeded in something big against the narcissist, I'd let it lie. I would let it lie because if they falsely reestablish their sense of control, by using words against you, that's good in a way. And I know you'll say that's absolutely crazy, but commensurate with what you have succeeded with against them, for them to reestablish their sense of control and go about their business is a win. So if a smear campaign needs to do that, let it be. They're the ones showing themselves up at the end of the day to anyone that's of any value. Anyone that's of any value will see through it. But if, if they can reestablish their equilibrium in that manner, I would go off about your business and be with people that matter to you and not fight against that. It may sound strange advice, but this is for your protection. This is for your understanding of what you're dealing with. This is for you to be satisfied and understand that if you have had this big particular win over a potentially dangerous narcissist, that you bring the compassion up within yourself to understand that this person is disordered and this person needs to do this for right or for wrong. And of course it's wrong, but this person needs not to be poked any further because it keeps you tied to them if you continue to go after one of these people. And it 
brings no good at the end of the day. It brings you down to a level that you should not be at. The next thing to look at is this narcissist's past history. If you're lucky enough that you're not dealing with a very young narcissist, that they have built up some type of a, a history trail, how they've dealt with other situations is a good indicator of how they'll deal with your situation. And again, everything is customized. So they do have a pattern of behavior that usually repeats and repeats and repeats like a washing machine cycle. But it can go from a wool wash to a cotton wash. So there are variations. But generally speaking, they will follow the same type of modus operandi that they've used in their revenge cycles in the past. The next thing to look at is their public image within the community. If you live in a communal setting in a community, there is an extent to which they will not go. If that is one of the pillars of status is a pillar to them in their community for their mask, there is a point to where it would be counterproductive to show their true selves to the community in order to get revenge on you. They will not damage that status that they maintain within the community. Again, if they're rich, if they're powerful, if they can have a go at you by underhand means, by sending someone else after you, obviously the advice is to get as far away as possible and to close down your identity as much as possible if you feel in any way that this person could be a danger to you. It's better to err on the side of caution, not to live in fear, but to err on the, on the side of caution when you're dealing with someone who is basically not right in the head. The next thing to look at is their current source of supply. If you've left them, but perhaps they have another source of supply with whom they're very happy and who you would consider to maybe have more than you, to be of a higher status, have more money, be better looking, whatever floats that narcissist's boat. If they're in a happy state with someone else and they feel that they've punished you, even though you've got away with more than you should have got away with in their cash register eyes, then there's a better chance that they certainly won't come after you to take revenge on you because they'll be too busy with the new supply and be too full up of narcissistic supply with their current source of supply or situation that they find themselves in. And you could actually find yourself being ignored, which is a big plus when you're dealing with a narcissist, even though at the time it may not feel like that. That's something you can work through. But in retrospect, you will see it as a plus to be ignored by a narcissist. And the next thing is we have covered there a few minutes ago, just your proximity and how many times you pop up on the narcissist's, for the narcissist's attention. You know, are you within their family network? Do you work in the same company as them? Are you a neighbor? 
proximity and how often you pop into their mind will stir them to hurt you if they don't feel that they have full control of you. If they don't feel you've been adequately punished and you keep popping your head up and looking like you're happy, then they will seek to change that. So guys, don't overly worry. Don't be overly anxious. Take the necessary steps to back away slowly from a narcissist. And I think it might be prudent to cover a video or a podcast in the next next up in line as to how to make um, a measured exit, how to back away slowly from either a family member who's a narcissist who likes to slap people around um, or a relationship or get out of a work situation. The main piece of advice is to know thine enemy, protect th- yourself accordingly and to not be over anxious, prepare and to back away slowly so that the narcissist isn't threatened by you apparently taking a big dollop of control away from them by using your own initiative and having the very daredevil, darest, barest audacity to escape from their net and out of their control. Hope that was helpful in relation to how dangerous can a narcissist be. Until next time, guys, take great care of yourselves. And I look forward to speaking with you again in relation to the backing away business from a narcissist. Bye for now.